1: everyone. Happy Sunday and happy uh, bonus edition of Locked On Los Angeles Kings. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off your next order. My name is Sarah Avampato, host of this show, and today we're going to talk about some stuff that happened to pop up over the weekend that I just wanted to kind of get out there right now. First, we're going to talk about briefly uh, the Ontario Reign and what they have been up to. They had two games uh, since we last talked and figured we would check in on that. Uh, and then the real big news is that the Kings traded for Brendan Lemieux over the weekend, and I wanted to get this show in uh, now because we are we have a little bit of a busy week in terms of games, that we're going to be playing. So I wanted to make sure that we at least got this out of the way before we dug a little deeper into it. So I'm going to talk about that on today's show. I look forward to the rest of the week on Locked On Los Angeles Kings. Monday, tomorrow, I'm having Danny Webster, who is formerly part of the Locked On Network, now part of Vegas Hockey Now, uh, who reports on the Vegas Golden Knights. He's going to come on the show to give us the latest and greatest on our next opponent. And then I'm also talking with John Schick of Locked On Rangers about Lemieux and what we can expect from him uh, from the perspective of someone who has seen him play uh, for the past several seasons with the Rangers. Uh, So, because tomorrow is a game day and because we're going to be focusing on the game instead, I wanted to make sure we talked about this trade and briefly checked in on the rain uh, before that game happened. So we'll get the fun stuff out of the way first, the stuff that I'm actually happy to be talking to you about, and that is the Ontario Rain, who won their last two games on Friday and Saturday, had back to back games. Uh, Friday against Tucson, Saturday against Bakersfield, and they won both of them, which is really exciting. The Tucson game they won three to two in overtime. The Bakersfield game was three to one in regulation. In those games, in the Tucson game, we had goals from Sean Durzi, Elias Anderson, and Kale Clegg. In the Bakersfield game, we had goals yet again from Leas Anderson, Mikey Assamot, and Alex Turcott. The rain had that winning streak, and then they sort of struggled a little bit, and then they now they're doing more what you would expect an actual hockey team to do which is you know you win some you lose some you're not perfect but you uh, you, you look like you're starting to right the ship and that is kind of what we're seeing from the rain. Uh, A couple things to point out from those games. First off, Quentin Byfield missed the last game. Uh, The reasoning given was some sort of stomach bug. They're very clear it wasn't COVID, very clear it wasn't an injury, uh, but he was out. But hopefully that is not going to be anything uh, too long term. Leas Anderson, as I said, he had goals in back-to-back games, including uh, the goal against Tucson was a shorthanded goal. And I found that to be pretty interesting because in recent post-game media comments, John Robleski, the coach of the Rain, has talked about how, you know, he likes a lot of things about Anderson's game. He likes that he plays with, you know, a, a little bit of grit, a little bit of personality. Uh he he's not a player who is particularly afraid of situations, but that they needed to work on his defensive positioning and just general defensive awareness, which is fine. He's still a young player. He probably has not really had to do that a whole ton. And so that is something that needs to be addressed with him, uh, particularly if he does want to come back to the NHL at some point. And so it was interesting to see that Robleski said that defensive awareness and positioning was something he wanted to see more out of from Leis Anderson. And then he gets penalty kill time, which actually I think is a really good sign of trust from the coach uh, who basically is saying Yeah, there's some stuff you need to work on here. Here's a chance. Go work on it. Uh, And it would be very easy for Robleski to say like, oh, no, like you're not good at this yet. So we're not going to have you do it like, no, he's just going to throw him out there and learn in real time. Like that is how you learn is by doing stuff. Uh, So I I enjoyed the fact that we're seeing Leah Leah Sanderson get put into these positions uh, in order to improve on them you know who who knows if anderson is in part of the longer even medium range term plans for the kings uh i think that's going to depend a lot on a how he does over this season and b you know what kings prospects are ready to to make the jump who are ready to push him out essentially giving him these opportunities to improve defensively and to show what he's got in, in terms of being able to play on both sides of the puck, I think is really important for him developmentally. And so glad to see him taking advantage of the opportunities he's being given with the Ontario Reign. Alex Turcotte scored his second goal uh, yesterday against Bakersfield. It was an empty netter, but you know, I kind of hope that it again kind of helps to get him sort of started on the right path. He's only got two goals this season. Uh, Part of it is because he's played very few games because of injury and part of it, I think, is just, you know, him adjusting to the professional game. Uh, he doesn't take a ton of shots, which is normal for him. He didn't take a ton of shots in college either or in uh, the, the U.S. development program. He's much more of a distributor than he is a, a shooter himself. Uh, I'd love to see him shoot more. And I hope that that is a lesson that they are trying to work on with him, uh, with the rain. The, 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 the lack of finish, I feel like, has sort of been an issue in general, like even, even in college, when I would see him play with Wisconsin, sometimes the shot would be great. And then sometimes he's constantly shooting, you know, five feet over the goalie's head. So I think that that's something that needs to be, to be worked on with him. So I hope this empty netter gives him, you know, I feel like any player, even if it is just a really stupid goal like that, uh, it it helps them kind of get the confidence that they need uh, to be able to score more goals. Uh, So Go from Tricotte. Mikey Esamon, I have been really impressed with him this season and last season. You know, do I think he's a guy who's ever going to get a shot with the Kings? Like, I wish he would. Uh, I think that he would be fine as a bottom six kind of guy. Uh, he has been really important for the Reign uh, and has been what kind of one of their clutch scorers over this season and last season. Uh, so good to see him continuing. He scored off of a really great pass from Akil Thomas in that game. Kale Clegg has been more visible for the rain. I think that he has kind of gone through the like, oh no, I got sent down. This sucks kind of mindset, but he has been getting better and better for the rain. He scored the overtime winner. Uh, for the rain against Tucson off of a really great pass from Mikey Essamont, who was behind the net. Kale Clegg was coming up basically down the slot and had a perfect shot uh, to put in. So a really great play from them. And then one last thing about the rain that I have been really impressed by, especially in that Bakersfield game is the pace that they're playing with. I talked about this a little bit on Twitter at Locked On Kinks about the fact that especially in that game they had a 2-1 lead and it would be very easy for them to just you know hunker down and be like we're playing defense now once they got that lead which could have been disastrous for them how they chosen to do it because their defense is not that great instead they continued to be aggressive the whole game right up until that final whistle when they got you know, that empty netter, right until the game was done. uh, They played fast. They played with a sense of urgency, which is really important to see from them. I liked the speed that they were playing with. They weren't, sometimes I feel like the rain doesn't matter who the players are, sort sort of look like they're skating in quicksand, whether it's a conditioning thing or if it's just, you know, a bad day, who knows. But sometimes they don't look particularly speedy and can't really keep up with the team's they're playing against, so I really liked seeing them press until the very end against that Bakersfield team. Uh, it was great to see them be able to keep that up the whole way, and of course to walk away with the win. Uh, the next game for the Rain is coming up on Wednesday. They play San Diego again, get another crack at the Gulls. Uh, they have yet to win against the Gulls this season, I think. Uh, so I sure would love it if eventually they uh, they did that and won because it would make me feel really good. Up next, we're going to talk about this Brendan Lemieux trade. On today's bonus episode of Locked On Los Angeles Kings. First, though, we've been telling you about Bilt Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. It is, of course, the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now, of course, it is the time to find out which built bar is the best. That is right, it's built bar madness. You can go online to builtbar.com and check out all the matchups available. See where your favorite built bar falls on this bracket. See if your favorite built bar is maybe going to win. I personally, rooting for cookies and cream, my favorite built bar flavor so far. Cookies and cream doing really well. If I was a betting person, I feel like I'd put some money down on cookies and cream and uh, to hope that it goes all the way to the championship, which I think is the greatest word ever. So go to builtbar.com or find bar underscore built on Twitter to keep up with the latest. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And make sure to check back to see who's winning the matchups and who's going to become the best tasting protein bar.
0: What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card.
1: You can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of sports news, the Kings made a trade. So on Saturday afternoon, the news broke. I'm pretty sure Elliot Friedman had it first. But uh, regardless, it was made official shortly thereafter that the Kings traded with the New York Rangers for forward Brendan Lemieux in exchange for the Kings' fourth round draft pick uh, in this upcoming year. And my very first response was, I don't want this. Why are you giving me this? We don't need this. Lemieux, if you don't know who he is, first off, he's the son of Claude Lemieux, which I think tells you a lot about him already, uh, much like you know a lot about who Max Domi is based off of who his father is. He has played for the Rangers for the past couple seasons. He was a first-round draft pick, 31st overall, so just barely a first-round draft pick in 2014 by the Sabres. Got traded to Winnipeg, basically said, I don't want to be in Winnipeg anymore, demanded a trade, since when did mediocre fourth liners get to demand a trade. I don't know, but he did and wound up on the Rangers where he then encountered his new BFF, Tony D'Angelo, because guess what? They're both cut from the same sort of cloth. So in addition to being a bad hockey player, Brendan Lemieux is also not the kind of person I would like to spend my time hanging out with. One look through his Twitter likes tells me everything I need to know about who he is as a person. And that is not a person I would like to have on my hockey team. But I'm not Rob Blake. I don't get to make these decisions. And therefore, no one consulted me before making this totally useless trade. So I'll just put it out there. I don't like him. I don't like him on this team. I don't want to root for him when he scores a goal. I don't want to have to be happy about it. I mean, that's I, probably not going to happen because he has scored two goals this season. So I, I don't really think that I'm going to have to worry too much about his offensive prowess, but I'm not very excited about this trade, both for hockey reasons and for who he is reasons. Like we all know that lots of hockey players are, uh, let's just say opposite of me and opposite of many of you on the uh, political spectrum, but most of them at least keep it quiet. Brendan Lemieux does not. He has that stupid podcast with Tony D'Angelo that is all like, we're not going to be PC right now because cancel culture is ruining everything. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I God, I'm just real not pleased about this. But so that out of the way, uh, because no matter how much I don't like him as a human being, apparently, uh, he does also have some issues as a hockey player, which should have been uh, something that uh, Rob Blake and company took notice of And instead, now we have another guy who is gritty because apparently we need that. This season, in 31 games with the Rangers, Lemieux has 7 points, 2 goals, 5 assists, and he leads the league in penalty minutes, 59 penalty minutes uh, this season for the Rangers. He has a total of 162 career games through the Rangers and the Jets, and a total of 43 points, which, I mean, I guess for a fourth liner is okay, maybe... Uh, But if you look at his fancy stats, he basically doesn't do anything. He's just a guy. He does not bring anything in terms of offense. Uh, In terms of defense, he gives up a bunch of shots. Uh, If you look at all of his fun little heat maps where, you know, red is bad for defense, uh, he gives up a whole bunch kind of right around the net, which is not really what you want to see from anyone. He inexplicably has been on the power play for the Rangers. I don't really know why. That's been happening, uh, but he certainly doesn't bring anything of worth to that power play, doesn't really take shots, doesn't really have any finish to speak of in, in terms of of scoring. Um, I guess the only nice thing you could say is that he is a player who, puts, who gets a lot of shots from right up close around the net, which is something that the Kings have sort of been lacking in, is that sort of player who is in the Dustin Brown model of guy who goes to the net stands there and just shovels pucks in. Uh, That is kind of the positive, I guess I can see from him, but just based on numbers doesn't bring a whole ton to, uh, to the table here. We're going to keep looking at all of this and why this is happening to me personally coming up next on the show.
0: and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket. All while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL.
1: Before we get back to Locked on Kings, I want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, so you can get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDON for your first deposit. So that's BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Also, you can get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Our expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. So if you're someone who likes grit and likes guys who are a little feisty and pesty, I guess you will like Brendan Lemieux because that is sort of what he brings to the team. If you are trying to look at this from a positive aspect and you are the kind of person who does think that the Kings need to be tougher to play against and all that stuff, uh, well, Good news. Brendan Lemieux is the player for you. Uh, He is a player who has been described as having that sandpaper sort of element. Rob Blake told Lisa Dillman that Lemieux brings a physical element on the forecheck and an in-your-face style of play. I don't really understand why we had to give up a draft pick when we could have just told Austin Wagner to just be more of an asshole on the ice. I don't really know why we had to do this. I mean, listen, when the King's own official blog at LA King's Insider is saying he doesn't have particularly effective puck possession figures. Like, I mean, I just, listen, if you have listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that like my, the thing that I find the least interesting and fun and exciting and pointful, what's the opposite of pointless about, Hockey games is the whole like we need to have a guy that's tougher than your guy so that your tough guy doesn't think that our team is soft and like the whole thing about like oh this team is soft and easy to play. I'm it's it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Just play hockey. Just play hockey. But apparently the Kings decided that they missed Kyle Clifford and decided that they would get a younger, newer model of Kyle Clifford. If you look at Lemieux and Clifford, uh thanks to the guys at Rink Royalty over at Fansided for pointing this out, they basically have the exact same stats at this point in time in their career. So if you're looking for your Cal Clifford replacement, here you go. I guess the other thing about Lemieux is that he could potentially make Curtis McDermott expendable because does this team need two guys who are gritty and sandpapery and like to punch people in the lineup? No, I don't think they do. Putting Lemieux in at forward could push McDermott back down to that seventh defenseman role. Uh, Also, hopefully Olimata comes back eventually. And I never thought I'd say those words that I hope Olimata comes back but if he comes back, he can also push McDermott out. Uh, regardless, we could also make room again for Kale Klager, or Austin Strand uh, to, to let them come up and get back playing regular minutes in the NHL. So having Lemieux does make McDermott's presence a little less necessary. And if you think that the Kings' weakness is defense, because they're not rolling out the best defensive pairings that they can get, then I guess this could be a positive. Lemieux gets about like 10 minutes average of ice time, which is sort of about what the King's fourth line is getting. It's not like, uh, hopefully we're going to see that this kid should not be put out there in all situations or really any situation other than when you need a big heavy hit or something. But I wouldn't anticipate him to get much more than that 10 minutes of ice time with the Kings either. I guess maybe they looked at their schedule coming down the stretch, saw how many times we have to play Vegas and Anaheim and were like, we need a Another physical player. Well, here you have it. You've got your guy. He has been described as a quote unquote hard working agitator. Uh, He is fifth in penalties drawn in the NHL since the 2018 19 season. He does draw more penalties than he takes. So I guess that is a positive thing, especially if the Kings power play can get back to looking really good, which it did not in the past couple of games. But maybe we will see a little bit more. Uh, opportunities on the power play because this guy is always putting other players in the penalty box. He does tend to take a bunch of penalties of his own, but again, draws more than he takes. I just hope that his penalties that he does take don't come back to haunt us eventually. He's most likely going to have to do the whole like seven day quarantine thing following NHL rules. I mean, I guess unless he drives his own personal vehicle to California in one shot, that's not going to happen. But. It will be a little while until we have to figure out where he fits in the lineup. The only other good thing I can think of right away about having him in the lineup is that he will push those other kind of fourth line players, the Matt luffs, the the Austin Wagners, maybe even Carl Grunstrom, although Grunstrom has sort of found a home with that Anderson Dolan Moore line. Uh, but he will push those other fourth liners to play better and if they want to earn a spot and if they want to stay on this team well they got to beat this guy out lemieux does have one season left on his contract after this or then he's a restricted free agent and we will deal with that problem when we get to it so i'm not pumped about this uh both for off the ice and on the ice reasons i really don't think that the kings i I mean I, i know that it's part of their like long term identity is that they've always been this sort of, you know, the villain of hockey. And they really played very well into that during the cup years. But I, I I just, I don't think that there is a need for this. I don't think that we need to have, like, if we're going to have an agitator kind of player, I want that person to also contribute something on the score sheet. It hurts to say anything nice about Brad Marchand, but like, If I'm thinking of the kind of agitator player that I want, I want a player like him who is very annoying to play against, who is the guy that like you always hate playing against him, but you want him on your team because he is also a very good hockey player. Like that's what I want. Instead, we are stuck in this like fourth line, score two goals a year, agitator role of taking up 10 minutes a night when we could have literally anyone else playing. But uh, it is what it is. We now have this guy on our roster. Like I said, later this week uh, we're going to be talking with John Schick from Locked On Rangers to learn a little bit more about what Lemieux brought to that team, about why he was on his way out, and uh, what we can expect from him. That is coming up later this week on Locked On Los Angeles Kings. Also, like I said at the top of the show, tomorrow we're talking with Danny Webster from Vegas Hockey Now, uh, who also covers the Golden Knights for NHL.com and for SB Nation uh, about. Vegas and what we can expect in this upcoming series. Uh, And of course, we'll continue to take a look at everything that's happening in the world of the King's, all week long here on Locked on Los Angeles Kings. That is it for today, for today's uh, special extra bonus episode to make sure we covered all of the news uh, this week. uh, You can find me, meanwhile, on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. This show is on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Make sure you're subscribing to this podcast. You can get it wherever you find your podcasts. Tell your friends all about it. Send them a tweet, send them an email, uh, send them a telegram, and tell them to listen to Locked on Los Angeles Kings. And make sure you come back tomorrow for more Hockey Talk on Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.